You're listening to That Champion Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Emmanuel. Each week, I deliver high-energy new content and episodes to help you go from where you are to where you want to be, aka living that hot and luxe and vibey lifestyle you've been dreaming of. I love sharing and talking all things biz, lifestyle, woo, subconscious mind, and of course, my fave, celebration mindset. And so from now on, consider me your fab biz and lifestyle coach, BFF, guru, and luxe lifestyle influencer. I'm here to support women like you in magnetizing and monetizing your desired dream lifestyle, run a six-figure freedom biz, and make shit happen. Because here's the thing, you are a worthy beesh, and I'm here to empower you, babe. So I share everything, my struggles, behind-the-scenes battles, success stories to show you that it gets to be this and that and more. And so there's no more settling, no more nibbing your light, and I'm giving you permission to dream bigger. So go ahead, time to pop the champagne and enjoy a fab makeover because a new episode starts now. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of That Champagne Lifestyle. So happy to be with you as always, 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 babes. You know, I hope you know actually by this time how obsessed I am with recording these episodes for you and then sharing them with you and then having all these conversations and DMs and emails with you guys regarding the podcast because it really lights up my soul and I just really had to like let you know, you know? Um, And I mean, isn't this like perfect opportunity because it is Valentine's Day I mean, Valentine's Day season, let's make it a season. I mean, it should be all all year round, but I mean, it was yesterday, it was Monday, so by the time you listen to this, Valentine's Day has passed, but I just want to let you know how much I love you, appreciate you, obsessed with you. So hope you had a fantastic week, great start to your week, actually, um, I mean, Valentine's Day this year is really special to me just because my son is so aware. Arlo is just, he's going to be, no, he's going to be four, sorry. He's going to be four in May. So he's kind of like really aware of like all of these holidays. You know, this year, like Halloween was like extra special because of it. Like the holiday season, like Christmas, New Year's, all of that good stuff. Extra special because he's feeling very festive. And now, now he's all about like, singing like like romantic songs and like asking my husband and I when whenever he sees us like kissing or hugging he's like you guys are lovers and we're like yeah it's he's kind of like in an awe you know like he's amazed with everything and he's understanding so much more now that he's about to be four so this weekend we um I mean he had like a Valentine's Day party at daycare on Friday which was really cute because he was like really bumped out because he didn't have like anything red in his closet and like the rule quote-unquote the rules were for the kids to wear red pink or white on Friday um so I mean obviously I went and got him like a little red t-shirt that says uh what does it say love love is oh I can't remember love is everything or love is everywhere or like something like that, you know, along those lines. So he was so happy Friday morning when I, when I showed him what I got him and then, um, got him a couple of books and a PJ that I found at, I mean, I don't know if you guys have kids, but I find that the best PJs are at, um, what's that? Why am I like out of words today? Again, I feel like I'm always out of words. Old Navy. So Old Navy, I love the quality. I love the prints. And I love like the fact that my son just never outgrows them. So they they would literally last like a year. And I found one that was really cute. It's um, heart-shaped pizza. And if you know anything about me, you know my obsession and my deep love for pizza. Pizza is like my love language. So they're like heart-shaped pizza. And I always tell him how much I like how I love him more than pizza. So to me, that means everything. So the fact that I was able to find like a really cute PJ set for him that's like heart shaped pizza, it was just like perfect timing, perfect, perfect like 
little wink, you know, like, babe, this is the PJ for you. Mama loves you. Daddy loves you. So anyways, and my husband and I had a date in Montreal. So we spent the entire weekend in Montreal with my mother-in-law, with my family-in-law. Um, and then day baby sat my kid. And so my husband and I had a great date night with friends of ours. Felt so good. It was kind of like a Valentine's Day slash birthday celebration because my husband's birthday is next week. So we're just like celebrating all of this goodness happening. So that is like a quick update for you. But in today's episode, I am having an amazing, I recorded this last week with a, a great friend of mine. Her name is Holly. She is an energy surgeon. And this gal is a witch. Like she her knowledge, I mean, everything that she knows, everything that she embodies, she has been in in the woo for the last 20 years. And this gal was able, I mean, I don't know how she did it, but she was able to snag a big secret out of me. I was not expecting this during the recording. So you guys are going to get a big, big scoop on what has been happening in my life behind the scenes. Haven't shared this on socials yet. Um, So you're getting a glimpse into what has been going on, something that I'm currently manifesting, something I'm currently working on. Um, Obviously, I'm adding all of her tips to my my journey, to my process, to my manifestations. Um, I'm going to do a full-on life update episode with you guys pretty soon um just because i'm still gathering info i'm still gathering um stories for you guys um so i'm not going to share this with you this week but i am planning to share updates with you just because i feel like i've been hiding in my little corner I mean, haven't shown much on social media, but know that there's just so much going on and I cannot wait to fill you guys in so I can celebrate this major, major milestone, life-changing decision with you guys. But for now, let's just dive into this episode with my gal, Holly. Definitely, definitely let us know uh, what resonates with you if you're going to be using these amazing tips and tricks that she shares with us. Um, again, if you want to, if you feel called to, and if you're obsessed with this podcast, I would greatly, greatly love for you guys to leave a review, a rating, a comment, slide into my DMs, send me a screenshot so I know and I can reward you. Well, not reward you. I feel like this is like the an odd word to say, but like, give you something out of like deep gratitude it always helps the podcast just to like get get to like a greater audience you never know who needs this episode or needs to stumble on like the info and like the golden gems that we share on that champion lifestyle podcast so i would greatly 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 appreciate this from you guys so babes again i love you from like just like every ounce of my body. And thank you so much for being a part of this journey week after week. It means the world. And I love you. Cheers to you. Okay, guys. So I am with Holly today. Holly Abel. She's like one of my favorite people that I've had the chance to meet on Instagram. I don't even know how we met, but I'm just so damn happy that we did connect over our mutual love of champagne, might I add. How are you doing, babes? amazing amazing thank you so much for asking me to be on here and every time every time we get to connect I just big smiles (laughs) (laughs) we're like both glowing right now (laughs) it's been a while so babe you are an energy surgeon a quantum advisor we're gonna dive deep into this stuff because it is so woo this is like everything that I like I'm obsessed with but I want to ask you a couple of warming up questions because this is just what I do with all of my clients, oh, I was going to say my clients, you are not my client, you are my guest, you are my friend, actually. Babes, are you more champagne or coffee? Champagne. I drink, I drink decaf. I gave up um, caffeine when I first got pregnant uh, with my first daughter, so that was 13 years ago, so I've not had caffeine in 13 years. Oh my god, Um, I actually, I used to drink decaf up until I had a baby, and now I'm like on coffee. <laughs> We're like the opposite. I, yeah, I love like a cappuccino or a latte, um, but it's just it's just decaf. I love the taste of it. I love the, the you know the texture and and hot drinks. Um, but yeah, no, if I had to choose, it's champagne all day, 
all day, every day. I remember, I'm gonna like, we're, there's a lot of side notes here, but I remember at the first time that we were like, you know what, we should like set a call. We should like spend it like some time together. You're in Toronto, I'm in Quebec. And we're like just popping the champagne. We had like an entire bottle eating. <laughs> on our first conversation that was like a great we probably night. should have recorded that call because it was really good <laughs> oh my god it was so good what's your all-time favorite book oh um discovery of witches it's a trilogy by deb harkness um so it's it's called the discovery of witches and it's about a woman who is a witch and she's denounced her powers so she comes from a long lineage or long long line of witches denounces her power. She is an academic. She has a PhD. Um, she studies alchemy and she's um, at Oxford and meets a vampire. Oh my God. <laughs> they set, I know it's like, it's all the thing. <laughs> and they set, they set out, she, so she's, she's studying or she's doing a seminar and she, she finds this ancient book and the book is Bewitched and all hell breaks loose. She meets a vampire. They form a connection. At first, it's like, it's just about the book, and then it turns into so much more. And it's over three books, um, that specific story. But Deb Harkness, um, she she is a scholar herself, and she's an amazing writer. And there's time travel involved in it, and there's love and romance and mystery and angst and like all the things that I want to see the movie <laughs> that they actually she was going to make a movie um but she turned it into a tv show so um what is it? it it's um it's on sundance and um there's another channel um so if you go on prime so if you have a prime account yeah. go on prime google discovery of witches or yeah and then you can get a, a subscription to um sundance um and then there's another there's another channel, there's another subscription that you can watch it on, but I highly recommend it. Oh my God. I, I really, I got chills. <laughs> I'm like, this is my new thing. <laughs> I keep you posted for sure. Um, what is your city energy? Like what city represents Holly? Ooh, it's a mixture. Um, Toronto, you know, I moved to Toronto six years ago. I was really called to it. My intuition was always really just pulling me and pushing me towards Toronto. Toronto um, is lively and there's so much to do, but there's also pockets where you feel like you're, I don't say like the suburbs, but you feel like you can't hear the traffic. You can't hear the cars or there's, you know, lots of trees and parks and stuff like that. Um, another one would just definitely have to be Paris because it's just, you know, the city of lights and love and romance and um, restaurants everywhere. I'm, I, I love food and I, I love culture and I, I love going Champagne. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Champagne or cocktails or just really yeah. yummy apps. And Toronto has that too. You know, we have a lot of restaurants. Um, so it's like that city life for me. And then, you know, in the summer months, I, we like to spend some time um, on the beach. Um, there's the island in Toronto that we can take a little ferry trips, very short, um, over to the, to the island and it's quiet or we like to spend our time in Muskoka, which is just, it's basically the Canadian version of the Hamptons. Yeah, um, I so see them on the, on the <laughs> housewives. <laughs> so, you know, up there it's beautiful, um, but yeah, for me, I don't think that I could live all year round in like solitude or seclusion. I, I like the hustle and bustle. I like the higher type energy of like ambition and like, let's go, let's do something, let's create, let's experience um, and all of that. But I try to have a healthy mixture of both. Yeah, I love that. I mean, there's something to big cities, like the energy that makes you feel so alive, mm -hmm. like feeling your heartbeat, like I get that when I get into like big cities. Um, what is something that's making you feel super bougie and luxe these days? My silk robe. And so <laughs> I wake up in the morning and that's the first thing I put on. Um, that is a good one. I sleep naked. Um, it's better for your health. Um, and so, yeah, I put that on in the morning and then at the end of the day, around maybe seven or eight o'clock, I slip into my silk robe and finish the day off with that. I, I feel like that, yeah, that's super bougie luxe. Um, 
Yeah. And just, you know, dressing up for me, it's like, you know, some days I work from home, some days I'm out, uh, you know, with clients at, the, at their offices. Um, but even when I'm home, like I still like to do my hair, I still put on makeup, I still dress in the clothes that make me feel, you know, comfortable, but sexy and express my vibe. Um, so I make sure that I do that at home too. And it's just, it's just something that, you know, it's like putting mascara on or lipstick on. It's just like that little thing that just elevates your vibe. Absolutely. It's like looking good for you. Yeah. That elevates your vibe. I love that. Like no one has ever given that answer. And it's like the simplest one, but like pretty much the most important one. It doesn't take much to feel bougie or luxe or yeah. It's like it's an energy. It's a decision. Yeah. I love, love, love that. What is your go-to mantra? Oh, girl. <laughs> Dump me with that one. Um Hmm. Lately, like it's affirmation been, or something. Yeah, late, lately, it's been I'm a badass bitch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> some, some other times, it's you know I'm a goddess. Um. The one that's really been embedded in my mind for a very long time. It's a it's a really deep belief in in me is that I oh I always get what I want. Ooh, where'd you get that from? I think I was, it really, I feel like it started out when I was a kid. For sure. <laughs> I, I just, I knew that it's like when I asked for something or when I wanted something, you know, I just, I, it just came easily to me. Um, and I, I don't, I gotta be careful about that. Um, Cause sometimes, you know, sometimes things don't happen very easily for people. Sometimes people have to work really hard at it, but I believe that that's because there's the fundamental belief that mm -hmm. I am worthy and I deserve. And it's not, it doesn't come from like a place of entitlement. You know, there's a difference between like knowing your worth versus like, I'm entitled to get this thing. Like, so there's, there's no entitlement energy around that. It's just, I'm a child of God and therefore God provides for me. And therefore God put desires in my heart for a reason. So therefore I always get what I want. Oh my God. I goosebumps all over. Like we're not even into the podcast yet. And like, you really knit, like you got it. <laughs> I love that. And it's so interesting that you say that because a couple of days ago, I actually had a thought about like worthiness and entitlement and where like the line, where, where do you draw the line, you know? And it's all about believing exactly what you, exactly how you just expressed it. I praise it, babes. <laughs> yeah, like, like entitlement would be like, I want this thing. And then asking someone or or stating that to someone else and if someone's not available to give that to you if you continue to push your will onto someone else that's entitlement for me that's how gratitude you know and, and it's, yeah it's, it's a lack of gratitude it's it's like you know entitlement of just like um well you have the thing that i want and and you need to give it to me and i deserve to no it's mm -hmm. just i come from the belief that everything that I have ever um, thought of or wanted or desired um, has been has been bestowed on me it's already been created so what do I need to do to just become an energetic match to that that's not entitlement that's just it is what it is it's just God is like created all the things and he created us to live the life that you know, that he is calling us to live. And so therefore, when I have an inkling or an idea or a download of like, hey, you know, I, I, I'd like to go on a trip or I'd like to make more money because I want to fund this desire. It's like, that's all from God. That's not from my ego. That's just like, it just pops into my head and I'm like, oh, okay. And I just follow the nudges and that's not entitlement. That's just, that's your divine inheritance. And God oh, is bringing to you constantly to go, hey, here you go. Here you go. Here's, yeah. an, idea. Here's an idea. Love um, that. Oh yeah. my God. Like really, I got chills right now. Okay, babe. So Tell everyone who the fuck you are because you are fabulous. I know that, but like, who are you? What? Who am I? What is your story? How did you get to become an energy surgeon, quantum advisor, fabulous, fantastic goddess? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? It's so funny that you say that because 
you know, the last seven years of being online and being visible in, in, in on these platforms, I've gotten that question a lot. Like, who the fuck is this girl? Like, <laughs> I can't define her. I don't have the words to explain who she is or what she's doing. So for me, I, I was the psychic kid on the block growing up and I was just always different. I knew things about, you know, my friends and, and family and I, I, I just new things and and all my clairs so clairsentient clairaudient clairvoyant um claircognizant they were all open and turned on and, and fully tapped in and and all the things and it was it was very scary at the time and and i started doing personal development work um i had my first dark night of the soul when i was 18 years old um actually a little bit younger than that but i wasn't quite ready to do the work until about 18 and well, hold on tell everyone what it is Oh, like what is an energy surgeon? Yeah. Well, okay. like that and like the dark night of the soul, because not oh, everyone yes. knows what we're talking about. So the dark night of the soul, I mean, the way that from my experience anyways, was I was behaving in a way that was not in alignment with my soul. So my soul was like, this is who you are. Like, this is the person that God wants you to be and is calling you to be. And I was showing up out of alignment with that. I was showing up as, you know, the bitch and angry and sad and dealing with trauma and um, from that I had experienced from my past and, and not all that happy. And I just woke up one morning and said, I don't want to live like this anymore. And so um, sought the help of a therapist and worked with a homeopathic doctor. And during, and the homeopathic doctor that I also worked with, she was a energy healer. And so she went to um, a specific school. Uh, it wasn't, she didn't study Reiki. She just, she studied a different type of energy healing. And so I was doing all this work and I always knew that I wanted to help people. I just wasn't hundred percent certain at like that age, 18, 19. That is so young. It is really young. Right. And so I was doing all this interpersonal work. And what I realized a little bit later on is that God was really preparing me and I was preparing myself to be able to do the work that I'm doing today. And so learned, fell in love with psychology, fell in love with all of the healing arts. Um, and I was funny, like I was doing that when I was a kid, but I didn't know it. Right. It's like the unconscious competent. Like I was competent in healing people when I was a kid, but I had no idea what I was doing. How would you heal people as a child? Um, so if someone was in a state, uh, like an energetic state or a mindset state that was uh, negative, um, toxic or whatever, the things that I would do and say would switch their energy. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. <laughs> so like a young age, like I, had, I had zero clue, but like looking back at it, it makes a lot of sense knowing what I know now. And um, I got my master's in Reiki. Um, I believe I think I was like 1920 at the time I went to school for homeopathic medicine, but I quickly realized that homeopathic medicine was not the medicine that I wanted to utilize to be able to help people. Um, and continued like, you know, being in the personal development industry. Um, and then I got into a certification program for coaching and that was an eye opening experience. So I was learning how to coach effectively while learning how to build a business while also healing myself in that aspect. Like at that time I had had my second daughter married. Um, uh, I got married when I was 23, had my first when I was 24, had my second when I was 28 um, and, and then got into this coaching program. So I was like doing all of these things at once. And that was another experience for me, another eye-opening experience for me of, of, looking back of seeing the trajectory of growth that I had made. And I started out business coaching and quickly realized, I think within, by like, I want to say by probably by my fifth or sixth client, when I started my online coaching business, I realized that I wasn't really doing business coaching. I was healing people. Yeah. And it was, it was one client after a session, she looked at me, you know, through the video, like we're doing right now at zoom. And she goes, Holly, I just feel like I had like, she goes, I feel like I just had surgery. I feel like you're like a cosmetic surgeon for the soul. Oh, it was in that moment, God. like, wow. Okay. Like being like being in that moment where I've just 
I've just been of service to someone and now they've just been to, of service to me and opening my heart and my mind and my eyes to the simple fact of like the work that I actually do with people. So when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a doctor, but I didn't have the grades and I didn't want to go to like, I didn't want to go to school for seven years. And I, like, I actually want, I wanted to be a surgeon and <laughs> it's funny. Uh -huh. It's a little morbid, but when I was a kid, my mom and I used to watch these surgeon shows on TV together. And and I was fascinated by it. I was fascinated by how a doctor could open someone up and take out things and put things in place and heal people in this way. And I, you know, completely exited my mind when I was like, I'm never going to be a doctor. I'm never going to go to school for that length of time. And I, I don't have like the math and science and, and, you know, I don't have the discipline at the time. I didn't have the discipline to like actually do that type of work. And so coaching, working with the, this one client, she's saying this thing to me and it just, it, I just felt my whole like being just like snap into place where it was just these missing pieces where I was, you know, looking for, okay, like, who am I? And what am I really doing? And what are, what are, what's my zone of genius? And what am I actually really offering people? And it, at that moment, it just really snapped into place and got the download of Holly, you're an energy surgeon. And so energy surgeon basically means that I energetically awaken and open clients up and hone in and zone in on what thought beliefs, um, emotions and energy um, that are blocking someone's system and I remove those and then we come in and we do the work to replace it with things that are of higher vibration and that things are going to essentially help people get into alignment with themselves. Oh my God. I'm going to like book. They're so, yeah. They're so <laughs> their higher self. That's really the work. I mean, if, if hmm. one way that I can explain it is we all have a higher self. We all have our future self. And so what can I do to support someone from where they're at today and looking at like what they've experienced from the past and clearing what has happened in the past and where we are today and what do we need to do to collapse the timeline from your, your higher self. You want to be here. You're here right now. Not that it's like better. That's not what I'm saying, but yeah. Um, so what can we do to get you to where you most want to be feeling like the person that you most want to feel like operating, functioning, thinking, um, expressing yourself as your most highest and greatest self? Holy F. I'm, <laughs> we're going to do that because I'm just so curious about like how you do it. Yeah. I'm going to keep, keep everyone posted about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> So like, what are like the tools that you use? Let's say that I was going to do it with you. Okay. What, like, what is your technique? What's my, what, like my process? <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. So, um, it's very simple in nature of where do you want to be? What do you want? Like, you know, who do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish in the next 90 days? And so we go into, what does that look like? And then we go into what's basically what, like, essentially what's holding you back from achieving that. And it's just the energetic state that I hold. There's, there's really no like 3d words that I can use to explain this, but it's just, this we, audience is used to the woo. Okay. So when we come into like, so let's say you're my client. And so we come into this container together and we're sharing an energy field and I'm seeing, and so I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying that, but then my guides are coming in and they're showing me X, Y, and Z. And, um, I'm looking at your field and I'm seeing what's in your field and we go, you know, we have a conversation, um, and then we pinpoint what are those main blockages? So what is a fear that you have? So we look at the fear, but then we go into where was that fear created from? And it's usually from childhood. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the work that I do is essentially um, teaching my clients how to reparent their inner child. And so forming a deeper connection with their inner child, right? Yeah. I found over the last seven years that the reason, the main reason why we're all held back from achieving something is because our inner child is really scared. She's really frightened. I was going to say, because security is like the number one need that we all come into this world with. Yeah. Most of us failed somehow 
uh, like we're not blaming or like passing judgment or anything. This is just like a need that comes way before love does. So being grounded and like feeling safe in being who we are meant to be mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's like a really deep wound that most of us have. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, that I've found over the last seven years, every single client has said this to me and what I've realized about the inner child, the inner child just wants to have fun. She doesn't want to have responsibility. She doesn't, she doesn't want to deal with conflict. She doesn't want, she doesn't know how to, because when we're children, we don't have the cognitive understanding of how to do conflict resolution until someone teaches us. And so as women, we're building our business and we're putting ourselves out there and we're being visible online and it's like the vulnerability thing. And then we have to deal with people that are judging and criticizing us. And it, that alone stops women from showing up and really shining their light because of like the witch wound of, you know, am I going to get annihilated? The pitchfork's going to come out. Did I say something to piss someone off? And oh my God, I got to be quiet and stay small and all the things. Yeah. But the inner child is like, she doesn't want to touch that shit with a 10 foot pole. Like she's like, give me my crayons and some paper. I want to color. I want to have fun. I want to go ride my bike. And so the inner child really comes in and can really hold us back and really begin to drive our bus. And so I teach my clients how to heal the relationship with their inner child and how to be able to befriend her and get her on board so that we can build businesses so that we can have beautiful relationships, intimate relationships with our partner. Like this is, you know, our inner child stuff isn't just about business. It, it plays into our relationships. It plays into our, how we mother our children. Um, how, you know, sisterhood, our relationships with our parents, um, you know, so it really, it's full encompassing in all of the areas of our life, where when we can heal the relationship with our inner child, and then clear the, I call it like debris, clear the debris from our energy field. Because um, what we think about goes into the body, but it sits stagnant in the energy. Mm-hmm. Field. Like it's sitting on all of those three levels, right? Mind, body, soul. And so that's essentially what we do is we clear all of that and formulate new beliefs and formulate new identities and really connect into, uh, what's the word I want to say? So in some energy healing circles, it's called the Hora. So it's, um, that's one way of looking at it or saying it. The other way is basically like your crystalline rod. So you are connected to source. And so what I do is, when we go through life where we experience traumatic experience and our souls become splintered. So in a nutshell, what I do is I bring all of your splintered parts back into center so that you are fully in alignment with your crystal rod. I love how you say that because the Mayan uh, civilization also believe in that, that when your body experiences trauma, like no matter what type of trauma, um, your soul kind of like disaligns with your body and you need to do so much work, energy work, mindset work, like all of that healing to bring back your soul into your body to feel as one. Yes. Yeah. So it's exactly it. I love that. Yeah. Would you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. So like, you know, taking all of this, the, the, the other, the second part of, of, of what I do is taking all of this like spiritualness, right. Of like our consciousness and we're expanding and we have all this awareness and that's, so the part about the quantum advisor part of my title, whatever you want to call it, or the work that I do is spending time in the quantum realm. So your higher self realm, but bringing it into today, bringing it into your body. So we get really anchored. We get really embodied. So it's not, so it's like, we got the spiritual level. We anchor it into the mindset level. We anchor it into the physical body. And then therefore it is anchored into your spiritual body so that you can show up as your highest and greatest and best self. My God. Yeah. <laughs> so happy that I know you. <laughs> I didn't, I knew legit like 1% of all of this story. Amazing. So something that you do, and this is where I wanted to bring you into this podcast, especially like in the early weeks of the year, you do something that's called mind mapping. Yeah. And I want you to explain what number one, what it is, how people can start using that tool 
to achieve their goals because we all have goals, especially in the early months of the year. We're all like, I want to run the world. I want to do this. I want to do that. But like people tend to get lost in all of those desires and they're like, okay, I'm just going to give up and another year is going by and still nothing has been checked off. What exactly. the heck? Like how, tell us what it is. Tell us how we can like use that technique yeah. to advantage. Yeah, absolutely. So mind mapping is a really great psychological tool and um, it helps to supports you in gaining clarity um, because we have all these thoughts, we have all these ideas, all these emotions that are attached to all those thoughts and ideas. Um, and we could just spend a whole lot of time spinning and up in our head and constantly processing. And when we get into that state, we'll, Oh, there's a siren happening outside, which basically is my signal for what I'm saying is accurate. Everywhere. So it helps with getting grounded. It helps with getting outside of your head and getting into the present moment so that you can have an image, a mind map or a map, so to speak, of your mind that then you can begin to distill it down into bite-sized pieces um, that we're compartmentalizing things, right? This is why like, usually men are like very successful in business, but then we also have this struggle that the sirens are getting louder. They must be coming up a nearby street. Um, <laughs> this is why sometimes like men and women have like a struggle communicating in relationships. Like I'm trying to tell my, my partner something and he's not listening it's because he's compartmentalizing right so men compartmentalize really really well men or women not so much we can think like a d z back to you know f and then all through the alphabet like our mind really likes to jump because we're just wired differently that way right we're sentient beings we feel we experience we see like all of our senses are really truly heightened whereas men are really good at compartmentalizing so Mind mapping is a great tool for compartmentalizing certain things and to get you really grounded and, and to have an image in front of you that then you can begin to look at and go, okay, I'm going to put my focus here. I'm going to put my focus here. This is number one top priority. This is a second tier top priority. This is a third tier top priority. And you can really begin to look at how am I going to manage my time to achieve certain goals. Is it kind of like, um, I'm like simplifying everything, but like kind of like mapping everything out to understand what you're feeling? So this is the really cool thing about mind mapping is you can actually use it for a bunch of different um, ways. Or like your thoughts, understanding your thoughts. So you could do, you know, you could use it as like a pros con list if you wanted to. If you are faced with a really big decision and you're like weighing all the options, but then you're, you're, you know, you're stuck in the middle and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. There's so many details to this and I don't know which decision to make. So I'm just not going to make a decision at all. This is a great tool to pull out a mind map and, and begin to lay it down for yourself. Um, you could use it going, you know, it's the beginning of the year. These are the things that I want to accomplish. And wow, again, that's a lot. Like, you know, so our brain can always go to like, that's a lot that's a lot of stuff or that's so far out and I don't know what to do or I don't know how to or you know because the mind always wants to know the house right so this is a great <laughs> this is a great <laughs> let's talk about that for a sec <laughs> no I'm kidding yeah. so how do you do it like tell people how how does this technique because I'm definitely going to be trying this out but I want to know like what do you do how do you do it okay we're gonna do so um I'm gonna have to probably do this twice. So you're gonna you're gonna share video, but then you're also gonna share audio. Just um, audio. Okay, so just audio. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have the recording, so maybe we can take like a little snippet of this and share it like on Instagram so people can see it. But I'll do my best to try to explain it audio. You know what? I can like record at the same time. I'm like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're making this happen. Yeah. Guys, we wanna know how to mind map. <laughs> just ask your editor to like you know fast forward to whatever part this is and take a little okay so mind mapping so you're gonna draw a circle in the center and you're gonna put the first thought that pops into your head so you know take a specific goal like okay i want to do what what do you want to do 
Me? Um, I want to... Oh my God, I don't know. This is so hard. <laughs> I was not prepared to be on this spot. Um, <laughs> you asked me and now it's my turn. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I was not ready. Because uh, I haven't shared so much, everything that's been going on behind the scenes. Um, I want to find a new house. Okay, so new home. What other thoughts pop into your head when you think about this new home? New city with a toddler. My husband being um, transferred. Um, can I go into like what the needs of my home would be? Yeah. Okay, so obviously very chic. Um, I would love it to be, um, a space where my son can grow and like play outside and would love a pool or like hot tub or something like great outdoor space. Um, what else would love, this is so cool. This is kind of like a visualization session. Haven't real I haven't shared that we're moving. Um, great closet space for me. Mm. <laughs> Amazing kitchen for my husband. Um, great vibes energetically. Like, you know, one of those houses that you just feel good when you walk in and people can feel the vibe. Yeah. Feels like um, feels like home. Like a home, yeah. Um, but like, like a fun project for me to decorate because that is like my jam. Like I love, love, love creating new spaces. Okay, so hold the, hold the phone here one second. So you mentioned high vibes. Yeah. So I would take a tick off of high vibes and I would write expresses my essence, right? Okay. So this is like a key thing here. This is a key driver for you. Yeah. Right. And so when we can begin to tap into these little, these secondary ticks, right? We're starting to like, I want a new home. Great. What do I want that home to look like? How do I want to feel in that home? And we're writing down all these things. Like, what are your desires? And then you're like, you know, so what is, is there something stopping you right now from achieving buying a new home i just need to go to montreal i'm like giving all the spoilers <laughs> i just need to drive to montreal and start house like house shopping um so there you go so that so that in and of itself is a next step yep. right so it's like so when you have a goal in your mind it's like, what are all of the thoughts, feelings, ideas, opinions, emotions that are coming up to the surface for you when you think about this new home? And then we begin to write them all down. And then we begin to just expand it out even more, even more, even more. So what's the difference? Because I feel like I do something very similar to that when, like, example, like let's use this house shopping example. When we purchase this place, I had a list so, so, so precise of all of my needs, all of my desires, but like aesthetics, like space, location, price point, like all that. I literally visualized in the micro details, like where I would put this candle, this table, like I saw the decor that I was going to create. Your technique is very similar, but more in a get your shit together way. <laughs> am i getting it yeah i mean it's just it's an opportunity for you to get your thoughts and feelings down on paper get it out of your head because we can't make decisions when we're swimming in all of the stuff yeah right because we're just we're just spinning in all the thoughts ideas feelings opinions so to get it down on paper and to actually visually see it in front of you then you can begin to compartmentalize and then you can begin to um schedule your next steps i love that and you can literally use that for anything like business relationships like you can really like 
map out your desires for like a relationship. Like this is who I want to be. And like, these are like the qualities, blah, blah, blah. Like you can, and like, so we're, I'm going to, I tried to like take a, like a quick video, just, I'm going to share it on the ground so you guys can see what we're talking about, but you can ba basically just visualize or imagine if you're driving kind of like a, like a, a circle and then like kind of like sun rays yeah. and then you're adding on like cells to it. You're yeah. like, it really is mind mapping. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's like a tree with branches and each branch holds another idea, holds another feeling, holds another emotion, holds whatever is coming up to, to the forefront of your mind, you write it down. And so it's not like second guessing yourself. It's just really um, a, conscious, a conscious stream of information that's coming to you, whatever it is that you're focused on, whatever it is that you want to mind map and just getting it down on a piece of paper. And then you can begin, you'll notice when you do it, you'll feel a little lighter. You, you won't feel as like heavy and dense because your mind is just so focused on like not knowing the hows and not knowing like what is up. Um, and then this will help you get into a state where you can begin to start moving forward, that you can begin to start making uh, concise decisions about what is it that I really want? What is it that I'm really looking for? What is it that I truly desire to focus on and then we can get into okay what are the actionable steps that we can take to achieve that priority for you absolutely oh my god i'm gonna like definitely keep you posted on what i'm gonna be mind mapping but here's another question for you so the more you mind map like the further you you move away from the center desire mm -hmm. um i'm guessing those are like your action steps Essentially, you begin to quiet the mind and then you begin to get really grounded and focused and the action steps will then be written down. Yes. Okay. So how do you know when you're done mind mapping, whatever you're mind mapping? When you feel empty. Okay. <laughs> when you feel like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else for me to write. <laughs> I've done like the full thing. <laughs> oh my God. And how do you use that? Like, like, give me an example when you've used that and like how it transformed an area of your life. Yeah. I, I love I, these transformations. I usually use it at the beginning of the year and I specifically write down, um, my values and what do I really value and what is it that I really want to focus on? And I, I take a look at the year past and I take a look, okay, what really went well? What was like really enjoyable? And then I look at what areas do I feel like I still could grow a little bit? What areas, like what sorts of things do I want to learn? Um, what is it that I don't know yet that I require to know so that I could achieve a goal? So it, it, that's like, you could do it like, oh, I want to learn a new language or, you know, it's just like simple goals that you have in, in life or, you know, I need to learn more about the algorithms because I want to grow my Instagram, like whatever it is for you. Right. Yeah. And so I look at like a start with a, what's most important to me. So what, what's most important to me is, um, expression and creativity. What's most important to me is service to others. What's most important to me is my health and my well being. What's most important to me is my children. And then I go on from there and I just really anchoring into the body and you'll find that your mind will begin to show you images or ideas or, you know, you'll, you'll hear kind of your mind say like a statement or just a thought or an idea about what it is that you're currently mind mapping. And so it's just an opportunity for you to just get all of those thoughts down, all of those images, ideas, and write them out on into the mind map. And that is essentially, it's going to create the structure around it, right? It's like us women, like femininity, like the feminine element is all about free flowing and creation and ideas and all of that where the mind mapping is more of the masculine structure of it that that provides that structure to gain clarity and to just have all of those things out in front of you so then you can begin to pinpoint okay where are my areas of focus um what are my next steps and so on and then and then you can take that mind map and then put it into you know a step-by-step -step process for yourself of what are your actual next steps i love that because you get to like 
create structure around manifestations. Yeah. You know, so that is so cool. I know you have like some sort of a process to manifest. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. So um, I guess it would have been seven years ago. Um, I was reading Think and Grow Rich okay. by Napoleon Hill. And I had never heard of this book before, but I was, you know, in the certification program for coaching that I was in. And um, that was a, a book recommendation that was made to me. And so I'm reading this book. And at the beginning of the book, it says something along the lines of like, you know, read the book, read through the chapters and you'll get like this secret quote unquote, like you'll, it will just come to you. And anyone that I talk to, we all, there's not just one secret. There's a few different secrets in the book. And so the one that I really received from that book, and it's a process that I, that I've used ever since then is, um, desire plus belief and faith plus action creates results. And so when we talk about manifestation, for example, I, I'll use the example of like when, for me, one example would have been like, I wanted to have a baby. I wanted to get pregnant. So that was my desire. And the belief and the faith that that was possible for me, that that, that was my next step or that it, you know, it, um, the belief that I could procreate and all of this. So that, that's like the faith and the belief. And then the action, you take action to get pregnant and have a baby. I'll say about the action. <laughs> and, you know, one way of putting it. Or like when yeah. you, you're like, oh, you know, I have a desire to go to that new restaurant, right? And, and then you're in the restaurant and you have this belief, this faith that you put your order in and you know the waiter is going to come around with your order. You don't know how long it's going to take for them to make the food or, you know, all the things, but you trust and you have faith that your order is going to be delivered and that, and then you take the action of eating the food and you have an amazing experience and that's the result. Yeah. So it's desire plus belief slash faith and then taking action on that equals results. So that's my three-step, very simple process for manifestation. And but we- Hold on, I need to cut you off right here. When you say action, I think a big part is also releasing, like adding on the faith after you've taken the action. It, well, so that's the thing. It's not like you start with desire and then it's belief and then you take action and then, and then the result. Like, it is all encompassing. It's not a straight line for me when I think about it. It's a circle. Yeah. And I think so, that's super important to, to mention. Yeah. People are like, people want like the quote unquote formula. Like they, they want, they want the step-by-step -step to like how they're going to get from like this to where they want to be. And it's about, I, I mean, the trust and the faith mm -hmm. to me is like the biggest element because yeah. no matter where you are, if you've taken the action and you're not seeing the results, you still need to yeah. hold the faith up until like last friggin' second. Um, even, even after you receive yeah. thing, even after you receive what it is that you desire and are, are have man manifested, it's holding the belief and the faith all encompassing of like, I deserve this and I receive this and I have faith in God that God will continue to provide this in my life on a consistent, constant basis. It's the faith and the belief and the trust within yourself that you can continue to hold that, to yeah. hold that vision, to hold that manifestation. And when I say hold, you know, we, we often hear about, um, like releasing, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? you know, not going through life, white knuckling it, holding on so tight. And I got to have this thing, this frenetic like no, energy. Don't bring any luck. So yeah. it's, it's practicing like non-attachment. Yeah. So like, I'll give you an example. Um, I took myself to Paris on my 30th birthday. It was also a, um, a coaching conference that was included in my certification program. This is going back. Uh, oh my gosh. So I'm almost 38. So this is like eight years ago. Um, and I had the desire to go to Paris. I held the faith and belief that it was possible for me. A lot of stuff came up. There were fears. There were, you know, making the money, signing clients on, clients dropping off, money coming in, money not coming in. And I just continued to hold the faith and belief. And then 
I remember at the airport, I said to myself, oh, you know, it'd be really nice if I got upgraded to first class. That would just be like, just so luxe and amazing. And it would just, it would be, it, it, I just, I, I felt like I really wanted to be in first class. Like I just felt like it would just heighten my experience of going to Paris. And I had the thought and it just popped in my head. I'm like, oh, it would be really nice to fly to, in first class. And I left it. It just, it came in and it, and I said to myself, it would be great if I, if I got upgraded to first class, if I didn't, it's all good. I'm still going to Paris. And I walk up to the gate and I hand the lady my ticket and she goes, excuse me, I need you to stand over to the side for a minute. And I'm like, my god is my ticket not working am i not getting on this plane what is happening and she's checking my ticket and she hands it to me and she's like you've just been upgraded to first class for free <laughs> so it really is this sense of like of i desire it i want it it would be amazing if it happens great if it doesn't happen i'm not going to be devastated i'm not going to be like i'm i'm an idiot i i'm a shitty manifester it, like it's none of that kind of mentality it's just like i desire this and it would be amazing if it happened and if it if it doesn't that's cool i'm still it, it doesn't define me if i don't have it yeah. and that's how fast manifestations can happen how quickly like the universe hears your call the universe is calling to you and when you can really tap into your desires of really being crystal clear on what is it specifically that i desire what is god providing for me what like you hear these ideas or these inklings that that is a gift from god and god is calling you towards that and you're also calling yourself towards that you're calling out to god for more right we we are like the little seed that's planted in the ground and our only mission is to push roots into the ground and reach for the sun we don't ask the other trees or the other shrubs or the other flowers around us hey how did you do it we just instinctively know that that is our mission in life and so anything and everything that we could do that is raising our level of consciousness that is raising our level of vibration that is continuously on the path of growing and exploration and an expression and expressing ourselves to to the highest degree of our of our will of our desires of of what is really truly in our heart that is a all of that is available to us and so as long as we can keep the faith and take action on it so the actionary part around this is inspired action it's not what yeah. we think we should do or what our parents think we should do or who, who who our parents think we should be or who our spouse thinks we should be and what we should do or even our children for that example or friends and family it's what is true like what am i really feeling like is my immediate next step so I when we do yeah so when we do the, the the mind mapping it's like what is my immediate next step and really connecting into your heart connecting into your womb space because that's where your power is is in your womb we have been given the gift of creating life and holding that life and birthing that life and so whether you can have children or not have children whether you want to have children or not have children it, that's not the point the point is is the energy it's just the basic principles that women have been given the gift of creating holding and birthing life yeah. and that is in all of us and so when we can tap into that anchored in womb space and really um, begin to see and feel and touch and taste like what is what is my next step like what am I really being called to do and create and express and share into the world and contribute in such a way when we can really tap into those things we can begin to intuitively receive the guidance of what our next step is and that's the that's the action I love that I love that. what's what's like your craziest manifestation is Paris like the craziest one I'm sure Paris, Paris, yeah, Paris was really, really cool. Um, uh, trips. I mean, I can manifest trips like nobody's business. It's just something that's like really easy for me. Um, moving. I just recently moved. Um, so I, I went through conscious uncoupling with, um, my daughter's, um, father uh in 2020 and uh, that was really interesting i was in a one-bedroom apartment that's all that i could afford at the time and so i i didn't want to do it i didn't <laughs> i didn't like it um i knew that the girls and i were meant for much more than that but at the time i had to get really honest with myself and say you know this is where i'm currently at right now but this is not where we are always going to be and so that means nothing I mean, whatever, right? So it's like, I, you know, I can understand it's like people saying like, oh, like, I don't want to be in this position. That's great. Then don't be in that position. But you have to be in that position until you can 
put in the system structures, receive those downloads and hold that vision and that manifestation. So we were, and I gave myself a time frame. I said, we're going to be in this apartment for one year. I'm signing a one year lease. We were in a one bedroom apartment. It really wasn't that bad because I didn't spend time in the bedroom that much anyways, until I was sleeping and the girls were sleeping anyways at that point. Um, but I gave myself a year time frame, and I did all of the work. I, I healed my, my money mindset. I healed within myself of like the, the conscious uncoupling and the, the heartbreak that I had experienced within that my relationship and and really just becoming the woman that was grateful so grateful that i was not homeless that i didn't have to move in with you know my parents or a sibling or whatever but that's like this is the situation that i'm in and i'm in a one-bedroom apartment with my two daughters and i set myself the time frame and within a year i had manifested double the space two bedrooms great view of the city um and I think that's really interesting because sometimes, you know, we can manifest things in a split second, like, like the, the upgrade to Paris, for example, the upgrade to first class to Paris. That took me a second to manifest that. Manifesting a, an apartment, um, you know, we have to be very cognizant of some things will take an instant and some things just require a little bit more time mm -hmm. and to not be so focused on like, where's my manifestation? And it's been a year and why isn't this happening? I didn't think anything like that. I yeah. was so concise, so decisive. I'm giving myself a year and I began, I did all the work up to that. And I was watching the clock a little bit. Like I was watching the calendar a little bit. Okay, we're coming up here. And I, I mapped it out. I was like, what are my immediate next steps? I need to look for an apartment. I need to make sure I have first and last month's rent. Um, how much is the apartment? Okay, how much money do I need to be bringing in? And taking all the actionary steps, but I always holding the faith and belief that you know, first and last month's rent was going to be covered and that I could afford, you know, almost double the rent that I had been paying at the one bedroom apartment to where I am now. It wasn't almost double the rent. It was just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just holding, holding the faith and the belief around that and just knowing that um, I desire to live in a certain atmosphere, a certain aesthetic to provide for myself, to provide for my daughters and, and the why, like the why behind it of like, <laughs> it was kind of, it was actually twofold. One of the whys was, you know, my, me and my girls deserve to be in a space that is, is an expression of who we are and a one bedroom apartment it wasn't the ultimate expression. And I'm grateful that we had that time and had that experience. And then the second why behind that was so I could be able to tell this story, that I could be able to let women know that life is going to throw you a bunch of bullshit. Stuff is going to happen. It's inevitable. But that doesn't mean that you have to accept it or stay there or continue down and circulating along that path. If you want more, if you want different, different and more is available to you. And, you know, there's lots of people on the internet, including myself, that can show you how to get there. But just letting women know that, um, that they deserve more and that they're worthy of that. And that we all have the ability inside of ourselves to figure it out and to pull up our big girl panties or whatever you want to say and get it done. You know, like we have the answers inside of us. It's just tapping into who you are and what you most desire and um, doing the work, doing the inner healing work, letting go of the fears, letting go of the trauma, healing the trauma, integrating new um, higher vibrations, new mindset beliefs and, and following your heart and following your intuition. I love that. So, okay. At this point, I know someone like is like, how the heck do I work with this goddess? <laughs> <laughs> this witch, like whoever you like, whatever title you want, like, how can people get in touch with you? How can they work with you? Yeah. So I currently right now, you know, people are like, um, you know, website and like, what's your offering and all of that. So my thing is, is like, I right now, currently for me, technology is not a big thing for me. I want to talk to people. I want to look at people. I want to I want to be able to reach out and hug someone, um, obviously in the state of the world that we're in right now. And, and obviously, like, uh, you know, I've coached people all over the world, so that's not always feasible. However, I'm, I'm more high touch than I am high tech, but, um, people can connect with me on Instagram. That is Perfect where I link you. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're so going to link in the show notes. Yeah. The handle, the handle is if you want to go into your Instagram little search there and type in Holly A. Abel, uh, H-O-L-L-Y-A-A-B-E-L-L. Um, my face will pop up and you'll see me there. Um, I spend time there and I'm rolling out, you know, new things all the time. And um, currently right now, uh, I'm the offering that I have is to work with me just one-on-one and I love that work and there may be, you know, other ways to work with me in the future, but that's really what I'm focused on right now is really honing in individually with women and having that kind of more intimate container and that more private and confidential container. Um, I do work with women that are fairly noticeable online. So I know that privacy and confidentiality is, is really important to them. So that's why sometimes like group coaching programs, um, we tend to hold back a little bit. I know I'm in a, gr- a group coaching program right now. And for me personally, there are some things that I want to share and some things that I don't want to share. So for me, that's really what I'm focused on right now is just creating a really safe, sacred space to work with women um, that they want to take their vision or so they, they have a vision and then they want to bring it into fruition and heal the fears and heal the trauma and heal the energy around what's holding them back from actually achieving it. I love that. And like really checking off those goals and like making them your reality. Like yes. I love that. Yes, yes, yes. My God, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, this episode. So thank you so, so much for number one, spending this time with me. sharing this amazing story so many tips it was just unbelievable yeah yeah I I love I mean I am filled with you know 20 plus years of you know wisdom and tips and tools and I love to share that and um that that's my mission in life is to to support women and being their best selves and following along their path. And, you know, life is going to throw us stuff all the way through, but we're not meant to go through life with our nervous system activated in fear. It doesn't, we don't have to do that. We don't, you know, we can move away from surviving and move towards and into thriving. And that's really my mission. I love that. I I really, I have chills. chills. (laughs) Thank you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you could go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review, I would be so thankful as it gets to help the podcast get to even more listeners. So don't forget to hit subscribe. And until next week's epi, embody the best version of you, living her luxe life and sipping the finest bubbly. Cheers, babe.